0: Hey Paul, I've got a great idea for this week's episode. Oh yeah, what's that?
1: Conspiracy theories. Didn't we already record one on conspiracy theories? No. No, don't think so. No. I remember we went to record one on that and then we...
2: I don't remember anything after that. Hey everybody and welcome to the Three Views On podcast. Again, talking to you about conspiracy theories. Fellas, you know what I... I feel like I, ha- I had a dream once that we recorded an episode about this. I
1: thought you were about to start off with a Martin Luther King reference. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, no, I think we have. I think we, our podcast feed confirms the fact that we've trodden this ground before, Simon. Are yeah. you sure?
2: you have to check the website. Yeah. No, I'm, no, it's I've definitely I've looked through there. and I'm pretty sure it goes... I can't remember the exact episode, but it's like one's missing. Oh, it just...
1: Right. All I, I went to click on the episode and I just got this... This picture of George Bush. I don't know what happened. You know,
0: <laughs> who, who knows? Anyway, uh, the reason we're revisiting this topic is because I uh, met a new guy at work um, and he was te- just started telling me about conspiracy theories. I don't know how we got onto this. Oh, no, we were talking about the podcast. Yeah. He, he's yeah. a big podcast listener. Oh, I see. And uh, we were talking about my podcast. He'd seen it on Facebook. Just asked me some random, you know, technical questions. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he was telling me about the sort of podcast he listens to, and I took a couple of steps back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, we had some very interesting conversations about conspiracy theories, and um, and look, he he offered to be a guest, and I was like, that sounds good. Wow, sounds very good. Someone who actually knows some stuff, because last episode we talked about conspiracy theories. Uh, we, we said some pretty random things. However, I did uh, hear from Sean that Paul was actually Paul was actually throwing out some accurate names of like uh, conspiracy theorist proponents oh, yeah. and things like that and um, things that I didn't even know. Like I remember most things that are in most episodes because I edit them and whatnot. But there, there was this bit that uh, Sean picked up that I didn't even remember, which is pretty rare for me. But it was about uh, it was about a name of some guy anyway. Sean will tell us about that.
2: I feel that there could be a conspiracy going on because I mean Simon remembers most episodes, but I feel like as soon as I finish recording an episode, the whole thing is erased from my mind. Are you in the same boat, Paul? Absolutely. I'm captaining that ship, Michael. <laughs> I, I um
1: I yeah. Normally my memory is pretty good, but I selectively delete whatever we discussed on the podcast. So um, let's. Uh, Let's get into this bad boy. Simon, why don't you introduce us to your friend? All righty. Are you there, Sean?
3: I am. Hello, guys. Thanks for having me along.
1: Our pleasure, man. Our pleasure. I can't wait to hear what you've got to say. Uh, Tell us us a bit about yourself, Sean. How'd you end up in Hobart?
3: How'd I end up in Hobart? It was a lifestyle change. Uh, My wife and I had... um, well, I should be careful about how much information I give you because you never know who's going to listen to your podcast. and <laughs> take your information, really, don't you?
1: True Let's to form. Let's just
3: say I, I had a mid—I had a, yet another midlife crisis. I think it's probably number four or five now. Um, and it was time to move along. So my family and I um, moved from uh, sunny Queensland to occasionally sunny Hobart. Very and good. And have never looked back.
1: Okay. Very good. Well, that's exciting. And somewhere along the line, Sean, you developed a keen interest in um, alternative explanations, maybe ideas that we are not fed by um, the mass media or other sources, yeah, but alternative well, truths.
3: Yeah, well, look, I've, I've always had an interest in conspiracy theories. I mean, I'm sure you guys weren't even around in the time, but in the, in the early 80s and 90s, it was all about the moon landing and the JFK assassination mm. and then it got into alien abductions and all these other sorts yeah. of things. And um, a lot of it at the time wasn't necessarily credible but it was a good read it was good to understand and um, let me start off by saying um, or I don't know if we have to save this till your opinions at the end I, I don't necessarily believe in these but I enjoy the journey um, I enjoy the the propaganda that comes into it I enjoy the way that people love to present their, their, um, their opinions and their, their absolute beliefs in in these mad theories some of them are just completely out there but when you get into them enough you can actually start to start to understand why they believe them so wholeheartedly because Mm. their argument is so uh, compelling and the effort that they put into it but with like with any propaganda it's it's presenting an argument it's not necessarily the lies it's presenting an argument to strengthen your truth Um, and so that's where i sort of got into it from there very,
1: um, very good. Now that's I'm, I'm excited. And before we do kick off into the episode proper and hear some of Sean's great theories, it's important that we do give a can dis- disclaimer. Can we say they're
3: not? Can we just sort of say they're not actually my theories? <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure, sure.
1: Now that makes a lot of sense, and it's probably a worthwhile distinction. Uh, before, before we hear about some of these theories which are existing in this ether of conspiracies, um, well. Michael, Simon, and I, um, and Sean, will all probably say things during this episode which we aren't necessarily propagating as our own personal beliefs. Um, so it's, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of disclaimers, but I thought I'd get that out of the way. Yeah. Um Very cool. Yeah. So we, we we like to toss ideas around, and Sean sounds like the same sort of character. Toss ideas around, chuck everything up in the air, see what sticks, and we'll um and, and as Sean said, it's it's the journey that
2: is so fun. That's true now, Sean, before we started this episode, uh we had a, a quick chance to kind of highlight some in my opinion, crazy conspiracy theories <laughs> uh, with some fantastic stories. but i want to know what is the most out there most most ridiculous conspiracy theory you've heard of yet?
3: well, putting aside um putting aside all the alien abductions and yeah, those sorts enough. of things because i just i just you know i i, I, I I can't, the science behind it just doesn't back that up for me. Um, but there are people out there who do believe it. And let me also go on to the disclaimer and say any of this stuff you can actually find on YouTube or websites or anything like that. I don't have any secret sources and I most certainly don't go looking for things because you never know. You don't want the men in black to be knocking at your door. For sure. <laughs> Definitely true. <laughs> yeah. But perhaps the most out there one I think sort of goes hand in hand with um, the hollow earth theory with the lizard people. And I think you mentioned in I your last I, uh, your last um, podcast uh, about David Icke. Um, and David Ike is the proponent, probably the biggest proponent of the the lizard people. is an English uh, gentleman who was a a, um, a very promising uh, footballer, soccer player, for those who want to know. But mm-hmm. got um, got arthritis at a young age, so then went into sports broadcasting. Was very. Um, was very popular. Then turned up on Wogan, which is like one of those late night Jimmy Fallon type shows, Mm -hmm. um, in the late nineties and, and suddenly came out with this thing that he was the godson and, um, that there were (laughs) lizard people controlling the earth. The lizard people have gone from anywhere from, um, from being the English Royal family. He sees as the main proponents. And I think every, um, Every U.S. president since JFK, or somewhere along there, has been a lizard person put in by, you know, for want of a better term, the Illuminati, um, mm-hmm. who all live under the, live in the hollow earth. So they live in subterranean um, places where you can only access it at certain points. One of which being the uh, the, the Denver International Airport. If you ever want to look up, <laughs> if you ever want to, would read to bury yourself in the Denver International Airport is one of the big um, conspiracy theories. It's the biggest airport <laughs> in the world, for the seventh busiest airport in the US, and it's this massive space that's been dug out, and there's all this strange iconography and all these images and things in there, <laughs> which we could talk about for a long time. The other the other entry point to the base is in, is in Antarctica, which is where Hitler and the Nazis retreated to of after course, the Second World yeah. War, so Hitler faking his own death, retreated to there, and they're, they're since... Um, uh, you know, regathering their strengths to be able to come out and make another go at it. So I suppose yeah, here's a golden the question. Then.
2: Is Hitler a lizard person? Is
3: Hitler what? Um, uh, I, well, I don't know that it ever comes to that, but there's, he there's seems a lot to be in it. league with them. There is actual evidence to suggest that Hitler and the well, Hitler and the Nazis were very much into occultism and travelled the world before the World Second World War started, and, and one of the conspiracy theories is is that the Second World War was actually started not for global domination as such, um, but uh to be able to gather these well it was for global domination i guess but to gather these artifacts like the spear of destiny which was Mm. the spear that um pierced christ's side and anyone who held the spear of destiny would would control the earth but as soon as you lost the spear you would die um and so there's all these sorts of things the ark of the covenant and those sorts Mm. of things as well um you know, I don't know if Hitler himself was a lizard person, but um, you know, they, they sort of all, all sort of run into each other, and that's where you start to go a bit cross-eyed, and steam comes out your ears, and you you have to you have to stop listening, otherwise you start seeing yeah. people you and all these other mad things
1: so that's exactly right and so we've let's go now from the from the ridiculous or the crazy I mean the question was what's the what's the craziest theory but Sean obviously not all conspiracy theories are crazy in fact there are some that many many people deem to in fact be quite credible um, if you I know you can't pick one probably that's always a tough question but yeah is there a is there a theory um, that you hold to that you think is actually quite a credible uh, explanation of, of the facts. Um, well, probably
3: um, all the ones at the moment that are that are probably in the in the contemporary issues that we see. Not every, sadly, not far too often, but not every day, are the false flag uh, events. Now, if you ever want to listen to somebody um, that's right up on these, there's an American uh, journalist by the name of Alex Jones, and he runs Infowars.com and has run these for quite some time. He gets a little bit shouty and a little bit um, over-the-top American, but he is he's he's probably the main man in conspiracy theories at the moment. Um, and these false flag events, and and false flag events, comes back from the time when the pirates in the caribbean used to fly the flag of a nation to be able to get into the port or to get close to the ship and then would uh, so they would fly under the false flag and then when they attacked they'd raise the the jolly roger or whichever flag it was that they were flying under at the time so these false flag events basically um uh the use of um propaganda or using an event to to maintain a political agenda or to create a war. And one of the, probably the most prominent one of modern times is the 9-11 bombings, which many mm. people say was a government attack, that the four planes were actually only the two that we saw, that the Pentagon was actually um, hit by American um, missiles fired from black helicopters, um, and the other one was just a hole in the ground that got dug. The, the planes that flew into the um that flew into the towers were um, were just drones that were being that, that were being flown because they certainly look like they're more grey than silver, and some of this stuff is very compelling. Um, it's very believable, uh, but yet again, the propaganda that is used behind it is dust does support it. Um, and I would suggest if you want to look at any of this, there's a, a film on YouTube that gets updated every six to twelve months or so. It's called Loose Change, um, and there's another one called In Plane Sight, which is plain as in aeroplane. Um rather than plain as in the l a i yes. Yeah. And yet again, these conspiracy theories are well are easily are well um resourced and they're well accessible on places like YouTube. My trouble with that is I find it hard to believe that a, a government would sacrifice three thousand of its own people um just the to a people. certain end. Yeah, but yep, the
0: lizard, the lizard people, people aren't human. Yeah. <laughs> there's <laughs> well, the, there is there's that. the trick.
1: <laughs> well, this <laughs> there is something, is that. I mean, I've done, as you might know, Sean, I've done a little bit of looking into this and quite some time ago, but I hear um, from what I understand that there was next to no um, aeronautical debris at the Pentagon itself. So they, they, there's essentially no plane. They went looking for the plane there and there was no plane. <laughs>
3: Well, the other argument is, is there's no plane, um, there's no evidence of a plane at the Pentagon. You'd have to think we've got two images that we get from basically boom gate cameras which show before and after. You see an explosion. Um, the story goes that soon afterwards because there's a lot of businesses around, and let's face it, it's the Pentagon, they'd have film everywhere, yeah. of everything going at nothing's, And so it's the lack of the lack of evidence um, that compels these kind of conspiracy theorists, yet again, I, you know look, I can see the possibility I, I just find it hard to to believe that you would do this to your own people just in the, just to want to go to war to, to drive the war machine
2: Yeah, wow. It seems like people would spend a lot of time building these arguments, and the question is that I have what do you reckon? is in it for them. Do you reckon there's much money in driving the conspiracy theory bandwagon? Or <laughs> is it just the passion? Uh, I think it's a lot
3: of people like to search for the truth. We live in an age where let's, we know that the media only ever send us one side of any story. You, you can see that from the way things go, depending on who owns the news site. Um, so the media is not necessarily believable, but it seems to be a tool of that. Um, what's in it for people? Some people just hate the government. Uh, some people need to have these conspiracy <laughs> theories I'm not really sure why people do it there are there are certainly some underhanded things I mean you can look at um, you, you can look at all the government government programs and the fact that the majority of these conspiracy theories come out of America, which is relatively affluent society um, with a huge population the third the third biggest population of three hundred and sixty million people so there's a lot of people with a lot of time on their hands um i don't really know um. I have I guess I've never really thought of it in that regard. I mean, you can waste your time on it all the time if you really want to research this, but there's conferences for it, there's discussion boards, chat rooms, all these other sorts of things that you can get onto, and it's like any sort of thing, you can become obsessed with it very quickly.
0: Yeah, you you were saying that guy who went off the deep end with the lizard people, he's written a lot of books, hasn't he?
3: Uh, yeah, David Icke apparently has, has written... Uh, I think it's something like 20-odd books that are all wow. international bestsellers. He's, so there go,
0: there's the money. <laughs>
3: he's had um, – he has had um, – and let's not forget he was very successful to begin with. He's a mm. very successful sports mm. broadcaster who seemed to push it all away simply for the um, for the, his belief in this sort of thing. Mm. But he also has – give gives seminars that go for apparently 12 and 14 hours. And he, <laughs> wow. He packs oh. arenas. Um And, yeah, there's all these mad things. So these people are very well supported, very well supported.
1: There seems to be, from what I can tell, uh, this meta propaganda, propaganda above them all, which is the intentional deriding of anyone who believes a quote-unquote conspiracy theory you understand so like i think that in itself is is um, very powerful propaganda out there so if you even cast a any questions to into 9-11 or other other government activity people can actually label you with this big fat sticker as a conspiracy theorist and then all of a sudden your opinion is no longer of any account have you experienced some of that sean
3: not up until now. I'm not sure where <laughs> this is going.
2: <laughs>
3: I, now, I, like I say, I I like the discussion. I like the use of the propaganda. I, I, I like the, the historical events behind it, mm. and I like the alternate theories. Um, there's a, one of the podcasts, that per, perhaps the main podcast I listen to, is by a couple of Irish guys called Those Conspiracy Guys, And they always say, question your sources. So Mm -hmm. you've got to go in and question where these people are getting their attention from, where they're getting their, you know, where they're getting their information from. And so, um, no, I haven't. But by the same token, uh, Simon, I guess you'll remember that it was only incidental that I happened to mention it. And I started off pretty slowly. And if people's (laughs) eyes start to glaze over or they get a bit squinty at you, you sort of stop. And yet again, look, I believe in the possibility of some of these things, but I don't know. I think people have got a lot of time on their hands and I don't think (laughs) I really have the time to look into whether – Elvis and Michael Jackson are living together in Tupac's mansion somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I enjoy I enjoy the conversation because it's not not the run-of-the-mill sort of thing. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I would just always say question your sources on these sorts of things because there is a lot of stuff out there. And if the government really wanted to cover it up, why is it so freely available on YouTube? You're not yeah. wrong. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Now, Sean, uh, the other day at work, you were you were telling me that you had to take a break from conspiracy theories for a while. Tell us about that.
3: Oh uh, yeah, well, I've been listening to um, an episode on MKUltra, Ultra, and MKUltra, just as a bit of background, is actually a the U.S. government has admitted to the MK Ultra program that ran from. 1953 to 1973 and it was basically using you probably heard they use test subjects using lsd and using mind control and brainwashing and those sorts of things and so i've been listening to this and then mk ultra um particularly with those conspiracy guys podcasts they tend to link it into a lot of things so a lot of people who were known to be assassins that yet again had amazing hit rates with these with these um shots that they produced um the, you know the mind control, and then people following them and then they had people, and they did things that they didn't know. So, I was listening to a conspiracy theory, and um, you know Hobart's not a great big place. There's 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 cabs around, so I was driving along, and and one of the benefits of working in the city is is there's no parking, so you drive around looking for things. And I looked into my back into my rearview mirror, and there's this red cab behind me, so I pulled over and let him pass. And then I found a park and was walking along. I saw this same red cab again. I thought, oh, that's a bit odd that I'd noticed. Red cab, why a red cab? And so, and I'm walking down to work, and I saw it again. So, you know, three times in ten minutes, and I thought, I'm getting paranoid now. I'm going to have to stop. So, I I listened. I listened to some um, hillbilly banjo music for a couple of weeks, and then got back into it again just to let my brain reset because I was getting too into it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, mate. Look, it seems like a lot of the conspiracy theories that come into uh, into popular thing, popular kind of culture, uh, seem to be driven a lot by the way that media represents information. I mean, I saw the other day there was there was a news story. It might have been when President Trump got in, and they used the exact same photo of him shaking someone's hand. One was like this devastated story of how President Trump is now the president of the United States. It's a big beheading, big like. The world has ended. Trump is president or something. With this photo of him shaking someone's hand, looking like things are the end. But then they used the exact same photo on the, in a different paper, saying how excited and everything was going great. Uh, that president was now uh, that Trump was now the president. Uh, but with the exact same photo and just the caption itself changed the way that the photo uh, seemed to present the information. Mm. Is is that one of the main driving factors in conspiracy theories? Just the way that media presents images.
3: Um, it's, uh, I mean, with with Trump, I I don't, I think he's just a human headline, isn't he? I think anybody, I don't think you need much, um, I don't think you need much reason to to look for headlines or conspiracies (laughs) behind him. Um, uh, but, you know, saying that, I'm sure there will be time, things that come out saying why Trump is the president. There will be conspiracy theories. Certainly there are about Obama at the moment. Um, look, media manipulation is, I think it's just a tool of, the media and uh, Hmm. it certainly is if you look into the illuminati which is the um, ultra overarching uh, rulers of our society that we don't know about allegedly (laughs) um who are responsible for how the presidents are elected and certainly how um how the governments work. Um, you can look into all the whole New World Order thing, which is another thing that Alex Jones was very big on back in the in the early two thousands. The new ruling class and how those sorts of things went, yeah. and and certainly throughout history, um, the the media has been used as a tool of propaganda. I mean, you can go to World War Two, which is probably where we get our most. Um, uh, our most common examples of how propaganda was used. And in World War Two, you know that if you uh, – you can only look at the signs of, um, you know, we need you and loose lip-sync ships and all those sorts of things, particularly in Australia with the Japanese, we had to be careful. Um, you couldn't trust any of them and the yellow peril and all these sorts of things. Yeah. So the media is just another target of um, – or another agent of propaganda, I think. So it, it's – I don't know that they're particularly involved with conspiracy theories, but you will seem to you will seem to notice. And and saying that, I actually found a thing on um, on Activist activistpost if you're looking, and they talk about the eleven signs of a false flag, and one of those signs um, of a false flag event is the use of the media only driving one particular um, one particular aspect of the high profile event, um, that their stories will change. So changing stories. So you will hear particularly there's a lot of false flag information around a lot of the school shootings, um, the Boston bombing, um, James Holmes, that was the, um, that shot up the cinema in the, um, in the Batman movie. Hmm. He's another one that they think was just a patsy. He was, he was brainwashed. He has no recollection of what's going on. So it talks, um, but it started off with suddenly there were five shooters, then there was three, and now it's down to the one lone gunman who was just this brilliant shot. Um, hmm. And there's a lot of con- conspiracy theories around there, and certainly the media drive that because there is that need to be the first and to get the news out there first and foremost. So... Whether or not they're an active part of this conspiracy theory, I haven't heard. Hmm. Um, but they certainly are a tool that's used to get that information out there.
1: That's a good point. That's a good point. I think you've hit the nail on the head there, Sean. Um, and, and being that you are the resident expert in all things conspiracy, <laughs> uh, I would love to just, just get more uh, – give us another theory. Like I I, I want to um, – I want to be able to go away from this conversation being an expert in one particular conspiracy um, that I can then talk to my friends about. So I'd love it if you could just in, uh, feel free to go for as long and include as much detail as you <laughs> like. Uh, tell us about something you've been thinking about.
3: Well, let me say that if you have one theory that you want to talk to your friends about, you won't have friends for very much longer unless they're very... <laughs> That's okay. Paul doesn't
2: have that many to start with, so... <laughs> True.
3: <laughs> um, oh, look, yet again, like I said, the contemporary ones are the false flag ones, but you, there's there's so many different things out there um, from cryptozoology. So it's the conspiracy theories of of alternate animals, so things like werewolves, the yeti, Loch Ness oh, Monster, yeah, the super yeah all those sorts of things. There's wild conspiracy theories about there. Um, there's the, the, the aliens, the alien overlords that, along with the lizard people, rule the earth. Um, there is Nibiru, which is the, the black planet, which is is on the other side of the sun, which is we're going to bring about the, the destruction. Hmm. Um, but probably the most common one at the moment, which seems to really be gathering um, gathering strength, is the flat earth. Believers, I don't know if you've heard
0: about this. I have. Um, I have a mate who we actually had on the podcast last episode. Um, yeah. Who's uh, he? We, it wasn't a conspiracy theory episode, but I, I did broach the subject because he's because it's uh, kind of a funny thing to bring up with him. He's kind of he's kind of in your sort of boat where he's done a lot of reading and kind of just shy of you know he doesn't want to. He he's you know he's he doesn't really believe anything but he just finds it so fascinating, and apparently yeah. he was a flat earther and then kind of backed <laughs> off a little bit. And <laughs>
2: it, a bit it just seems so far uh, fetched to me though, like they, the concept ch- that there could be a flat they earth. They change big.
0: They they challenge like mathematics and science, yeah. saying like gravity and the formulas but, we use are wrong. Like that's how far they have to go. And
3: let's not forget four or five hundred years ago, if you thought that the earth was round, then you would. Yeah held in the same vein, and, uh, you know, it was, it was always assumed that the earth was flat and everything went around it. But I, I can't get behind it. As you say, the science and the mathematics just add too much of a of – a, um, too much strength to the argument of how, how you could think that in the modern age. But there's the belief that the um, that the earth is flat, uh, which is, you know, and people take photos from the top of Everest saying, where's the curve of the earth? Um that the moon <laughs> mm-hmm. is just an illumination. Um an illumination on a flat disk. Um that it's sent up by lasers and the moon's not actually there. Wow.
0: Wow. Um, that's that's big. And the, yeah, was, big. <laughs> yeah, and the it, sun it, is like a thousand times smaller and it's only like four thousand miles away. <laughs> yeah, that's wow. What, that's what Andre was saying.
3: Except in Queensland where I think it's only about two thousand miles yeah, away. That's right. <laughs> but, um, it's 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 just that sort of, I mean, we call it ignorance, but these people really believe it and really believe And to the pulp, to the point that it's almost cult-like, and, I'm, and I was listening to your episode on starting your own cult. Oh, um, yes, yeah. yes I, I quite enjoyed that one as well. <laughs> but it, these people that get together um absolutely believe it and ignore everything else that's against them. And and this is the conspiracy again, and, and to be perfectly honest, I haven't paid too much attention to the flat earth, but every time you turn around in conspiracy circles, flat earth is coming up. Yeah. More people more people are starting to buy into it, and I don't understand why. Um but you know, there's also the classics of, of flu injections. You know, flu injections are a form of government control um yeah. that are dumbing us down, making us more mm-hmm. conformists.
2: Have to
0: battle that every um, day.
3: <laughs> yeah, look <laughs> Michael, Michael's
0: an intern at LGH
3: Oh, okay, yeah. alright yeah. How are you going with that?
2: Great. It's yeah, great, great fun um, But yes, the flu, the flu shot is a daily Not at the hospital, the hospital's fine It's uh, the people who come up to me who know I'm a doctor And they, uh, they want to pick my brain on how, uh, how accurate flu vaccinations are Do you ever struggle with being
1: complicit in the government's program To dumb us down and make us all uh, simpletons? Yeah, how do you sleep at night?
2: Well, look, here's here's the... I'm not supposed to talk about this, but I'll tell you... <laughs> here's the truth behind the flu vaccination, all right? Uh, every year they release a new one because of the small... Oh, my code. Oh, my probe. Oh, my